Hello everyone, before we get started, don't forget to subscribe, click on that notification bell, like, dislike, share, comment, let us know what you're thinking, we want to hear your voice. Also, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can, leave a review so we also know what our audience who listens to us on these platforms is thinking. Now, today, on the Angel of Words podcast, I will be flying solo, baby. The Vote 2020 is here, and I'm here to discuss it. On Deck on the Angel of Words podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Angel of Words podcast. I'm your host, Angel of Words, and today I am flying solo because the vote... 2020, the presidential election, the general election, the election of all elections is upon us Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, between presidential hopeful and vice president Joseph Biden versus presidential incumbent Donald J. Trump in a battle for who is going to decide what our core values are going to be moving forward these next four years. Who is going to bring us out of this corona pandemic? Who is going to bring us out of this horrible economy? And who health care, whose health care ideology we will be undergoing it's exciting stuff i'ma be honest uh i am very happy about everyone so far that has come out to vote the numbers are staggering and before i get to that i want to tell you a little story about why i love politics so much my mother hates the fact that i'm into politics As a matter of fact, my mother always told me, do not argue about politics and religion. Stay away from that as much as possible. And as every other kid, I don't pay attention sometimes to what my mother tells me not to do. I don't know why we do that. Why we don't pay attention when we get great advice. But, you know, she is right. And one of the stories that she told me... um, when I was younger and she was very animate about very animated when she was telling this story uh she's been telling me the story for a long time and back in the day my mother used to be part of the independent movement in Puerto Rico led by Don Pedro Albizu Campos which is the leader historical leader of the Puerto Rican independent movement. If you don't know about him, Google him, spend a lot of years in jail as a political prisoner. And one day my mother told me after a mayoral election in her town in Puerto Rico, she was hanging out with the victorious party, 
the majoral candidate was that one was a uh, a person who was an in uh, and wanted to be part of the independent movement and he had won the election so his his deputy uh was hanging out with him and a bunch of other people you know they're celebrating and things of that nature everything is going well and all of a sudden an argument breaks out and my mother's in the relative vicinity of the area where she can hear everything so she hears one of the men yell you're telling me you didn't vote you're telling me that we went through all these not shenanigans but we went through all this trouble motivated all these people to vote and you a person that's part of us did not even bother the vote and she tells me the other guy said well i knew you were gonna win so i didn't i figured you know my vote didn't matter the guy proceeds to take out a machete and hack the other man to death that is the story that my mother told me. I don't know what happened to the man after she told me that I pretty much was in shock. And I was like, whoa, this political stuff is extremely serious. She's like, yeah, it is extremely serious. A lot of great men have died and a lot of great women have died protecting their ideology and trying to move things forward culturally for a lot of impoverished, disenfranchised, and drown-trodden people. So if you're going to get into politics, make sure that you're willing to take those blows. And as a matter of fact, I don't want you doing that because I feel like you'd be better doing other things. Nevertheless, you know, my father was heavy into politics growing up. I used to watch all political news, read political, you know, read the politics side of the New York Post, the New Yorker, the, the you know, the Wall Street Journal, anything that dealt with politics. I was, you know, it was a relative hobby, you know, but I was always scared to get too into it because of what my mama said. But I was inclined more than occasionally to pay attention. Now, that being said. I am extremely proud of the fact that more than 70 million Americans throughout the country have gotten out to vote already. We are exponentially crushing the numbers from the last election. And I think by the time this is all over, more than likely we, we will have early voted more than any other presidential general election term. And that to me is so exciting. It is beautiful to see that everyone is out there voicing their opinion, not talking about it, but being about it. Not Finally, we get a chance to actually go and argue in the polls and not on Facebook sending each other conspiracy theories left and right that are being spewed out into the universe by internet hackers from other countries and people who have nothing but malicious intent for our country and our society. Whether you agree with me or not, I don't care because I know that's what's going on and I try to pay attention to anecdotal information that I've dealt with things that affect me personally, and things that will affect people who I feel I will be dealing with in the long run, as should everyone else. You've 
you should be voting policies, your best interests. And in my opinion, if you feel like the personality of, of, of a person is not worth voting for, that is your prerogative. But me personally, I try to make sure that the policies behind the person have information and archived, not only information, but archived information of consistency. That being said, over 56% of people have voted because of policy. According to different news outlets, which I will not be bigging up because then all the conspiracy theorists, all the pro-Trump, anti-Trump people are going to be like, oh, you can't believe this. You can't believe that. But just let's know I have a nice, uh, a nice melting pot of information coming from all angles my way. And I'm happy to see that that many percentage of people of persons has voted because of policy issues, because that is the most important thing vote for the person you feel has your ideology in 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 his or hers best interest that is the most important thing number two 45 percent of the people who voted of 45 percent of the people who voted so far are people who do not care about the the the, the personalities of the politicians which is great, great news. I thought that number would be lower because of the polarizing presence of the president of the United States. You know, either you, it seems like either you love him or you hate him, and it is forcing people to the foes that wouldn't usually vote. And I'm glad that people are voting, but like I said, I want people to vote on the issues, and I'm glad that thus far with the numbers that are in, most people are choosing to vote straight on the on things that on information that they perceive are factual. And uh, that is very, very um, gratifying to see as an American. Because, you know, the most important thing is that when you go to sleep at night, November 3rd, because more than likely we're not going to have a, uh, a, a determination of who won the election on that day. But I, I just want to ensure that when everyone goes to sleep on November 3rd, they're happy with the vote that they casted and there's no regrets, no second thoughts about the person that you chose. Because the reality is this. You need to be proud of yourselves. Every single person 
out there needs to be proud of themselves. We need to start feeling proud of ourselves for voting. You know why we need to start feeling proud of ourselves to vote for voting and not feeling like this is an obligation? And yeah, wave your I voted stickers everywhere, baby. Let it loose. Don't be scared. Show everybody. Celebrate it. I love it. Don't worry about all the haters out there on social media. They're going to be like, oh, like you should be voting, blah, 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 blah. This is your first time celebrated as if you if it's your fifth time, sixth time, celebrate it. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people out here have suffered. Not even a lot of people. A lot of people in history, men and women in history, have bust their ass, have died for the right for us to get the chance to celebrate a vote. And I think it's beautiful that we're celebrating. Don't hate on the fact celebrate the fact let's be happy whether you're pro-trump anti-trump you went out there and your voice your opinion on how you feel this country should be go- should be moving going forward into these uh, into the into the deep 20s into the mid to deep 20s you know a lot of people have sacrificed themselves you know the gentleman behind me malcolm x Mar- dr martin luther king Congressman John Lewis, who passed away this year, may he rest in peace, sacrificed himself, almost got killed. Trying to trying to get the 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 the, the, the right uh, legislation to help us move forward and help us vote without no discrimination. Whitney Young, you know. Also, shout out to President, you know, may he rest in peace as well, Lyndon B. Johnson, who signed the the Voter Registration Act, you know? Um, And also, shout out to Pedro Albizu Campos and my Latinos, Cesar Chavez, our Latino activists that that awaken the spirit of, of... our consciousness, our social consciousness, our political consciousness, our social consciousness, economic consciousness, you know? Because sometimes I, I honestly feel deep inside that everybody thinks sometimes that Latinos are mostly focused on aesthetics. And, you know, there is a lot, you know, there are a lot of Latin and uh, Latin men and women that have also uh, been part of the suffragist movements in order to get us to enlighten ourselves and be part of votes and, 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 and trying to uh, get better government in place to help you know, this country and also other countries evolve mentally and progress mentally. So, you know, we we can't forget about the Latinos, you know what I'm saying, that have, that, that have been out there, in, you know, in, the, in America, you know, trying to awaken us and trying to help us move forward. So shout out to them. Also the women, the 19th Amendment, all the women that were part of the suffrage movement, of the women's suffrage movement. You know, because women are are are, are probably I think they're the biggest voting base in the United States. Women, if I'm not mistaken, 
Um, you know, shout out to Elizabeth, uh, Katie Staten, Lucretia Mott, Susan B. Anthony, Sojourner True, Charlotte Grimke, Mary Church Terrell, all those ladies that have been a part of helping us move forward and, 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 and learn that, you know, and, and appreciate the, 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 the woman as not only a maternal creature, but as an, as a person who is equal mentally. You know, a person who is equal physically, spiritually, you know, women are are just as human as men. And they're the ones that push that agenda forward and uh, were able to create the society that we live in now. You know, and hopefully the equality continues to 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 progress. And, you know, women and men uh, one day are getting equal pay for equal work, you know. So shout out to all those legends out there that that put their lives at stake to for us to be able to celebrate the fact that we get the chance to vote and, and this this impactful election that um, will change the course more than likely moving forward with all the social activism that is going to be pressed upon whoever becomes either now whoever becomes the next president of the United States, because there will be a lot of pressure coming from a lot of sources for social change, uh, uh, social justice reform, uh, criminal reform, uh, inner, you know, reform in the inner cities and the way <clears throat> that we treat people who are in poverty, economic reform, healthcare reform, and also reforming the way that we deal with coronavirus. This is a big deal, folks. And and what is also a big deal is remember that now there are six so-called conservative judges on the Supreme Court with the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett as Associate Justice of the Supreme Court. So when you know we have to understand that now passing legislation is important. It is important, and getting our presidents to be on board and private businesses to be on board. It is important because if any of the things that are important to us, such as Roe v. Wade such as Obamacare, if those important pieces of politics, of legislation, go up for a vote again on that Supreme Court, more than likely, there is a possibility that they will be overturned. So who we elect is extremely, extremely important. And I'm glad, again, that 46% of the people that voted were not voting 
because of a popular because they felt this was a popularity contest. Forty six percent of you did not only pay attention to the general election, but you're also voting on the policies of the other people running on the tickets which you received on the ballots which you received. And I am very happy to hear about that. You all should be very proud of yourselves, Republicans, Democrats, independents, because we're out there making the effort that people die for to for us to have the privilege to make these decisions for ourselves and for our beautiful nation and i am very proud of of the 70 million people who have voted thus far and the people who are also going to be continuing uh these next several days to put in their vote I actually usually vote with my mother every election period. Unfortunately, my mother had uh, cancer uh, for her uh, colon cancer surgery in January. And, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that she was not on those lines because of the coronavirus. You know, we I, I still don't know and don't trust her health 100 percent. So we both voted by mail in ballot. And, uh, you know, I literally showed her how to do it. And then she went on in her own separate room and did what she had to do. Uh, you know, very American. Now. My last point that I want to make over here is that I'm glad that that Donald Trump happened. Now, a lot of you are going to be like, yo, Ainge, you, you really, you glad that Donald Trump happened? Let me tell you something right now. Sometimes when you're in a critical moment, and I would say mostly all the time, when you're in critical moment, when you're going through a crisis, you think solely about the crisis, but it's hard for us to read in between the lines and maybe see the silver lining or the message, the true message that's behind the crisis that we're, in, that we're, in, that we're enduring. Sometimes it's hard to see that silver lining. This man polarized America so much that we were able to see the reality of the core ideals that our close friends, relatives, and associates have inside of them. And it's a it's a gift and a curse because I have lost friends along the way because I the, because I felt that I, I I wouldn't be comfortable with how close they were to me having them around when I understand how how passionate about how passionate they are about their political ideologies. Now I'm not saying I cut everyone off. Now don't get me wrong, you know I I didn't cut people off entirely but I realized that I had to have real conversations with friends family associates about about our differences and views and choose to treat them not 
choose to remove them, unfortunately, out of my inner circle. Because I personally cannot have people in my inner circle of love and trust, of vulnerability, who do not have the core ideologies that I have. That do not have the same principles as I have. Now, could I be your business associate? Can you rely on me in times of need? Yes, but I will never trust you with my secrets. I, I probably will not be inviting you to my wedding. And that's real. That is real right there. And it's a, and it's a blessing in disguise. Consider it a beautiful thing. Because we've been able to, to weed out people in our lives that are not good for us. People in our lives who are toxic. People in our lives who you've built great relationships with, but your ideologies are so far apart that you can only work with them in an allied uh, sense, as an ally, which isn't which isn't a horrible thing. Not everybody should have, you know. Not everybody needs to be in your inner circle. So don't feel bad if you've had to cut off people. Because of the things that you've learned throughout these, this last year, during the pandemic, during the social unrest, this is a beautiful thing. Because sometimes we associate ourselves and we let people into our inner circles who don't have the same core values as us. And then you get so close that when things hit the fan... It explodes, the toxicity it, 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 it exudes from the relationship and it becomes worse than it would be if things of this nature would not have happened. So embrace it. Embrace the fact that now you have an inner circle, an outer circle. You're a layered individual. Don't be mad at that. Embrace it. I have a lot of people who I have love for who aren't in my inner circle, who I will work with and work for and get money with and get money for. But not everybody needs to be in your true ideologic inner circle. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you fake. Doesn't make you a fugazi. There's just some places that you can't go with some people. And it's okay to be comfortable with that. You know? That being said, we are setting a good president for our youth. We're showing them the power of unity and numbers and the beauty of democracy. We're, we're one of the only places in the world that can decide as a populace who leads them. 
And America, I hope that the when this election is over and the winner is chosen, there is a peaceful transfer of power. I hope those elected will ensure their main priority is toward the public good and not to evade their responsibilities chasing the spoils of power. Which seems to happen. Which means that those demands that, that we have, the, the people have and activists have about the social injustice and criminal justice reform, economic reform, healthcare reform, that we do not stop going after our, polit- uh, our politicians to, 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 uh, in, in, for our own for our agendas to be heard and voted upon. Our nation deserves better. Our purpose has to be better. And our children deserve a future they should anticipate anticipate, and not be afraid to cultivate. Thank you, America. Muchas gracias, Estados Unidos. El país donde yo nací, de donde yo soy. El país que yo quiero con todo mi corazón. El país que me cultivó. Thank you, America, for cultivating me, for giving me the opportunities to become who I want to become. And thank you, my fellow Americans, for getting out there to the polls, making things happen, and not losing faith in a brighter future. I am Angel of Words, and I will be talking to you next week. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed my message about the vote 2020. Uh, don't forget to vote for me, baby, on uh, YouTube at Angel of Words ENT. Click on that notification bell. Don't forget to comment. Drop them down there. Let us know what you're thinking. You could also do the same on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. And you could also reach out to me on my social media platforms at Angel of Words ENT. All one word. Thank you for tuning in, everyone.